Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am that host, Skits M. Jones. And let's kick off the episode as we always do with a look at what has happened and what is to come. Uh, first up, uh, unfortunately, Game of Microphones got canceled this week. Um, that is uh, a couple weeks in a row where low turnout has, uh, you know, affected the show and, uh, we haven't run and that is disappointing. Um, but we will get into more on that in a moment. Uh, as for things that are coming up, November 21st, I will be at Flapjack Brewery in Berwyn with Gina Palm, Ricky March, and host Mike Stricker. November 23rd, Uncouth, joins Without Light and Dead Sun Rising at Metal Monkey Brewing in Romeoville. And then November 30th, Steph's Darling Parlor at the Elbow Room. Uh, it's a, a wild comedy variety show that I uh, have been part of in the past and will be part of again, potentially for the last time, at least the last time at the Elbow Room, as Elbow Room will be closing its doors in December. So, uh, this will be a, a celebration and a farewell. Uh, now let's get back to that game of microphones thing. So, when I came on to game of microphones just in time for the start of the summer, uh, the understanding was the summer was the hard season. And, uh, you know, if you could get through the summer, everything would be all right. And we did. We fucking hit during the summer. Uh, zero cancellations through the summer. Every show was a banger. Um, I was very proud of that. Uh, and then, you know, as summer started to draw to a close, we had our, our first cancellation. And now as the winter unseasonably arrived early, uh, we've had a few more. And that is a bummer, to say the least. It's a show that I I truly love. And I've, you know, been very thrilled to be on the team producing it. Uh, it's the first showcase I ever did. And, you know, I especially feel bad when a performer comes out to a show and the show is canceled due to low turnout. And I have to tell them all, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry you drove all this way, but you know, there's no show. Um, so that, that's been a bummer. Hopefully this week things will turn around. I won't be at Game of Mike's this week uh, because, as I said earlier, I'll be at Flapjack Brewery in Berwyn. Um, trying to balance the individual bookings and the production side of things, uh, it's a lot to juggle, um, you know, especially as my, my individual bookings really started to fill up this month. Um, I I had a couple of shows a week, uh, throughout this month. And, you know, that, that draws focus. And, um, I'm not, you know, the only member of the, the production team. Uh, so I can't take it all, uh, out on myself that it hasn't been hitting. Uh, plus no matter how good your, your team is, sometimes there's just weeks that don't hit. Um, Unfortunately, with uh, Comedy Shrine being a just straight up comedy venue as opposed to, you know, some of the bar shows that run, uh, a bar show 
you know, if there's people in the seats, they're going to run because the bar is making money one way or the other, whether there's comedy happening or not. Uh, with the comedy shrine, uh, you know, if there is no comedy show, there is no reason for people to be there. It's not a bar that people would just go to on their own. So that's the unfortunate thing about a venue versus a bar show. Um, that that can lead to cancellations. I know right now all the talk around Comedy Shrine is the the pending move into the the Fox Valley Mall proper and the introduction of you know the the three or four hundred seat uh, I I forget the exact number of seats but the the larger capacity rooms that they're going to have which means they'll be bringing in bigger names, uh, which will have, you know, more appeal, plus the, the foot traffic element of being inside the mall proper, and the fact that Fox Valley Mall is putting a lot of effort into making this a thing to try and draw people back into the mall, uh, because malls have been dying out, you know, with the advent of online shopping, your Amazons and whatnot. So, it's disappointing uh, to have a show get canceled. Um, because it feels like I have failed in doing my job of, of putting on a show. Uh, and you know, a, a show cancellation hurts me as much as it hurts anyone else. Uh, true. I don't have the same amount of drive that everyone does, but like, you know, I work, uh, most every single Monday, you know, putting in roughly four hours a night watching an open mic, uh, scouting people. Uh, and then pretty much every mic or every show that I go to, I'm keeping an eye out uh, on people who I want to book uh, for the show. And, you know, so I put a lot of work in. And if a show doesn't hit, that means all that work was essentially for naught. Um, so, yeah, it's it's disappointing. And, you know, there are times when I absolutely feel like a failure. Um and then there have been shows that I've I've performed on, uh, where it's essentially me performing to whoever the the other comics in the room are, um, and sometimes you know those sometimes those hit, sometimes those do not, depending on the the venue, and you feel like a failure there as well. Um, but this week I I was able to. Uh, stop in at a, at a couple of mics and work on some stuff that um, I'm very proud of and hoping to incorporate into my uh, into my my main sets uh, soon um, possibly maybe even at Flapjack Brewery we'll see because um, I'm I'm doing 15 at Flapjack Brewery by the way if you want to see me do a, a longer set that's essentially the equivalent of watching me do three open mic sets all in a row. Um, only, you know, more polished. Uh, but yeah, so I was able to hit up a couple of mics. I hit up Lunar on Wednesday after band practice. And uh, then after Game of Microphones was canceled on Thursday, I dropped over to CG's, which uh, you might remember. I, I CG's was the uh, the venue from the always have your, your gear bag in your trunk or whatever the name of the episode was where I talked about just being ready to perform. I did the, the last minute host add on at CG's, uh, some months ago, and I got to drop by for their open mic, which is run by, uh, Kyle Allen, uh, who 
was on the uh, uh, Oh Did That Offend You show with me uh, in Alsip at Riddles uh, just a, a week or two ago. Um, so I got to drop by that room. You know, I was the last comic on the list. Uh, and I, I did that storytelling bit that I had talked about in a previous episode, my, my iced tea story. And it felt like it hit. Um, and it felt like it hit when I did it at Lunar. And, uh, I'm, I'm proud of that bit. I think I'm, I'm, you know, something that I always kind of find funny is, uh, you know, when people, you know, we're in Burby season and people talk about their, their favorite bits, the best bits, things like that. Uh, and even looking back at the identity crisis, uh, showcase slash mic that happened over the summer where everyone impersonated other fellow comics from the scene. Uh, one of the, one of the reasons I've been told no one chose me is no one remembers what my bits are. Um, they remember me as a, as a performer and, and, you know, things like that, but no one can remember exactly what my bits are. Apparently I get on stage and just, it's a blur. Uh, for me as much as anyone else, I suppose. But with this iced tea thing, I, I feel like I'm hitting on a, a bit that should be absolutely memorable. And I've been feeling like that with a, a few bits lately. I, I feel like I've been, um, you know, finding some things that hit, whether it's my, my sword guy bit, uh, you know, or, or my iced tea story or, you know, witches and Satanists. Like, I, I feel like I'm starting to get some things that you know, they, they hit in a different way than some of my earlier stuff hit. And, you know, that makes sense. I'm a better comic now than I was then. And I'm sure that will continue to be the case as time goes on. Um, but yeah, so I, from feeling like an abject failure on Thursday night, as the show got canceled, to going on dead last, uh, at a show that, that people had been at for a few hours and managing to tell one story, but keep people captivated for the entire five minutes and get laughs that felt like a success and trying to find the balance of successes and failures. Uh, it, it's, it's a trick and, you know, especially, winter is hard for me, you know, mentally, it's a rough time. And so the successes feel harder to come by and the failures feel plentiful. Um, it's, it's a rough time of year for me. And so I'm trying to revel in those feelings of success, every opportunity that they arise. And you know, I, I think it's, in, it's important to take stock of, of when we're doing something right or, or if we're doing something that, that's working or if, if something, you know, hits for us. Uh, because it's, it's so easy to just beat yourself down with nothing being enough, you know, and I, I know because I do it nothing ever feels like enough. You know, I'm, I'm doing good, but I'm not doing good enough. I'm, you know, I, I've made money, but I haven't made enough money. I've, uh, made people laugh, but the, there weren't enough laughs. I've, 
you know, gotten a few butts in the seat, but it's not a packed room, you know, whatever it is, it's easy to look at the thing and minimize whatever the successes are and just focus on the the shortfalls. And I'm trying to be better about that. And I think we could all stand to be better about that, you know, especially, you know, I know performers, we tend to beat the shit out of ourselves, you know, because we always want to be better. And yes, absolutely, always strive for being better. But don't forget that, you know, while you're trying to be better each and every time, you can still feel good about something you've done well. Uh, and so I'm, I'm working on that. It's a work in progress and it's hard. It's, it's hard not to think you suck sometimes. <laughs> um, cause I, I, I do. I'm, I, I regularly downplay myself to myself. Um, and on one hand, that's, you know, it's good. It keeps me humble and whatever. But, you know, I, I want to acknowledge for myself when I'm doing well as well. You know, I, I want, like... We talk about people celebrating themselves, you know, and, and, uh, whatever your, your, your thing is, whatever your, whatever you feel needs celebrating about yourself. And, you know, I very much preach, but I don't always practice. And, uh, so I'm working on that. So that's, yeah, successes and failures. Try not to beat yourself up over the failures. Um, cause I mean, everything's a work in progress. You know, life is a work in progress. Anyway, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today was the, you know, the not letting the failures overtake the successes. Um, especially when there's, there's plenty of successes and things to be proud of. And I've, I've been very proud of this year. I've, I've had almost a show a week. Um, you know, not, uh, not counting game of microphones. Um, but I'm talking a, a show that someone booked me to be on, whether it was, you know, wrestling at the start of the year or the, the handful of shows that Uncouth has played this year, or, you know, the, the comedy bookings that I've gotten this year. Uh, I've had pretty much a show a week, you know, if you were to, to spread it all out and that's, that's a lot, that's productive, you know? Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a productive fucking year. And so I'm, I'm, you know, as the winter is beating me down and my body hurts and it's always trying to get sick and my joints hurt and general seasonal affective disorder and depression and all that shit. Um, I'm trying to look at the, at the positives. So that's, that's what I'm working on. Yeah. Let's move on to the next, uh, segment, shall we? It's recommendations time. Uh, I'm gonna fuck some shit up for y'all real quick. So I'm, I'm gonna do 
a couple of song recommendations. I don't really have any TV or anything to recommend because American Horror Story ended. It was delightful. It was fun. If you like American Horror Story, it was fun. Um, shit, Mayans ended already. Um, God, I don't even know what I have on my DVR right now. The Charmed reboot's still going on. I'm enjoying that. Anyway, so I don't have anything really to recommend other than the music recommendations, which I will kick into right fucking now. First off, the first track I'm going to recommend, it's uh, Letters to Cleo's cover of I Want You to Want Me off 1999's 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack. Uh, 10 Things I Hate About You was a banger hit fucking movie. The only movie that outpaced it when it was released in 99 was The Matrix. So that tells you what you need to know. This movie featured Heath Ledger in a breakout role, along with Julia Stiles, Larissa Olenek from The Secret Life of Alex Mack, and a young-as-fuck Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The movie was part of that 90s wave of retelling classic works of literature, but putting it in a modern high school setting, Uh, with this one being a take on Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. The band contributed, uh, the, the band being Letters to Cleo again, uh, contributed four songs to the soundtrack. Two were covers, two were originals. Uh, Letters to Cleo is a band that I, I forget about sometimes, and then every time I'm reminded, I'm fucking delighted. Uh, they're a band that formed in 1990. They had a, a number of successful songs and albums. Uh, some of their songs are good. also, you know, their, their original songs are going to find their way onto the recommendations list in time, so... I won't get into too many of those too much, um, but they've also been featured on soundtracks to movies like The Craft. Uh, the band made an appearance in the TV show Parks and Rec, um, and the singer uh, Kay Hanley provided the vocals for the movie Josie and the Pussycats in 2001. Sorry to break it to anyone who didn't know, but that wasn't Rachel Lee Cook's voice on the recordings. It was Kay Hanley from Letters to Cleo. So if you enjoy the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack as much as I do, because it's a fucking banger, uh, you might want to go back and listen to some Letters and Cl- Letters to Cleo. Uh, you'll find some some similarities there. Um, as I said, the song I Want You to Want Me is a cover. Uh, the track was originally recorded by Cheap Trick in 1977. Uh, which means the the span of time between the recording of the original and the recording of the cover was 22 years. Now, here's where I'm about to fuck some shit up for y'all. The second song that I'm going to recommend is a a song called Uninvited. Uh, It's a cover. It's by Dollskin off their 2017 album Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Dollskin is a band out of Phoenix, Arizona, who came onto the scene in 2013 while all of the members were still in high school and going to uh, one of the the School of Rock uh, uh, programs out there. Um, Excuse me. The the first time I saw the band live back in, I think it was like 2015, 2016, most of the band was still not legal to drink. Um, But they fucking crushed live their energy and their, their... Seamless blending of pop and metal and punk is absolutely infectious. They have a song called Punch a Nazi, so what's not to like there? Um, But anyway, if the song Uninvited sounds familiar, it's because it's an Alanis Morissette cover. And the original was recorded in 1998 for the City of Angels soundtrack. 
That's City of Angels with Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan, not The Crow City of Angels with Iggy Pop. Though I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about that movie and soundtrack also in future episodes. Anyway, the amount of time between the recording of the original uh, version of Uninvited and the cover by Dollskin is 19 years. Uh, so the original version of Uninvited came out only one year before the first song in my recommendations, the the Letters to Cleo cover of I Want You to Want Me. Um, so for everyone who grew up, you know, listening to that uh, Letters to Cleo cover of a classic rock song, uh, well, now Letters to Cleo and Alanis Morissette, uh, their era of music is to bands now, what Cheap Trick's era of music was to bands like Letter to Cleo. So, yeah, I feel fucking old now. My shit is officially to kids now what classic rock was to me. Uh, it is parents' music. Oh, that's fucking wild. Um, uh. Does anyone else just, just feel one step closer to the grave now? Anyway, let's move on to the tarot pull for the episodes, shall we? Um, actually, I'm not pulling from a tarot deck. I'm pulling from Emily Autumn's Asylum Oracle deck once again. Um, the deck uh, for a refresher is broken into five different suits. Earth, air, fire, water, and spirit, representing the different elements. Uh... The card that I've pulled today is an Earth card. Uh, Earth cards are all about being grounded, knowing your nature, tending to your body and its needs, and traits like loyalty and stability. Uh, the card that I've pulled is the stocking. Uh, one of Emily Autumn's signature looks features a striped stocking. Uh, and within the, the realm of the, the Emily Autumn universe... Uh, the, the, the striped stocking is a, a major feature of not only one's personal identity, uh, but also kind of finding their, their people, their community. Um, you know, the, the, the folks who are, are supportive and the folks who are there. Um, and so the, the stocking is about, you know, your identity and your place in the world and your place in relationship to others, and finding people who will both embrace and celebrate your individuality, and people whose uh, weirdness you celebrate right alongside them. Um, you know, because what good is belonging to a, a, a community if everyone has to be uniform to fit into it? You know, find the community of, of weirdos, of, of crazy people, of, of wild-ass artists, and you know, or whatever you're into, whatever the type of people you're into happen to be, but find those people and, you know, celebrate them and have them, you know, celebrate you in return. Look for complimentary strangeness, you know, cause that's where it's all at. Um, so that's your, that's your card pull. Find your people, find your people, celebrate your people, find the people who will celebrate you in return. That's what it's all about. It's about community and it's about, um, you know, you're, you're belonging to the, to the world around you. So there you go. Find, find your people, 
Lift them up. Lift yourself up. Celebrate your victories. Don't beat yourself up too bad about your failures. And uh, try not to feel too old about all that music shit that I just told you about. That's all I've got for you this episode. Um, you know, you can find me on all the social medias, as always, at Skits Jones, S-K-I-T-Z-J-O-N-E-S, all one word. Um, you can find me, you know, you can email me, skitsmjones at gmail.com. Hell, if you're feeling charitable, uh, you can Venmo me at Skits Jones. I don't know. Help me out. I'm, I'm on the hustle out here. Um, speaking of which I got hustles to get to, I got apartment cleaning to do shit like that. Maybe some laundry anyway. So I'm going to take my leave of you. Thank you for tuning in as always. And you know, the only thing I can leave you with the one request I can always make and I can trust you to, to live up to is keep that trash fire burning. (laughs) 